developing the design, this is where architects start to get into the nitty-gritty stuff of the architectural design process. As the name of the phase suggests, the design is further developed by looking at the possible materials to use for the building, the interior design and decor, and the intricate details that would help hold the building up. Now all this depends on the scope of the project and what you as a client desires as the end goal for the project. I would say that the design development phase is one of the most important aspects of design as architects get to look at what would make the design work for you. In this stage, your input as a client isn't always needed until major decisions are to be made. And that is only possible when we look at the selection of furniture, fittings, fixtures and finishes, as well as color and variations in the interior design of a project if within the scope of the project. Now let's look at these possibilities of the phase and know what goes on during its execution. This is the paradigm shift to bring a change to the thinking of architecture. I am Zewu. This is Architectural Revolution. design development phase executes the schematic design phase and further refines the details that were initially established. After the client approves the final work from the architect, work can then begin on the general structural details for the building. This would also include the placement of doors and windows as well as you know, deciding on the materials that could be used in the construction of the building. While costs can also then be estimated and some changes would also occur, you know, cause as we're detailing out the building, some things might have been overseen in the schematic design phase. And it's at this point where we have the opportunity to correct them and make the building design better. Now, the design development phase is really important within the architectural design process as it makes it so much easier to correct changes on paper, as I said, or digitally than after construction has already started. And it takes more precise measurements and you know, adds details to the final construction document. So the cost estimation can be very precise. And with a precise cost estimation of the building, we can then use it to accept the right bid for the construction job from any general contractor. Now, if the right information is really not sent for to be used for the bid, the difference is then paid when it's too late to make changes during the construction. And this really affects the pockets of the client. It affects you so much in terms of cost that you might really get frustrated. So we really need to be able to have precise details and measurements during this during this phase and the materials that we use so that during the construction documents phase and we are creating we are using it to create um, the documents for the bid the information for the bid we can get a really precise bid and know any the costs that are involved which would also include redundancies and uh, future future inflation prices i think we should really start to consider that looking at what has happened in recent time with the, the increase in prices of cement and other 
construction materials exponentially. Now, we actually wouldn't want that. And so careful planning and detailing is very important in this phase. And I mean very important as the name is design development. And so we need to really develop everything here. So the main purpose of the phase is to define and develop the important aspects of the project, which includes the exterior and interior of the building, the layouts, the room sizes, and the materials needed. Now we've already, we already started working on the exterior in the schematic design phase, as I mentioned uh, in the previous episode. And here we can also begin to work on the interior. Now, if it's within the scope, we then can do interior design. Either an architect can work on interior design or they work with an interior designer to develop that for you. It's at this point where we have our basic room layouts, their dimensions, the sizes, and the possible materials to be used. And then the interior design designer can you know, work with the architects and work with you, the client as well, to really develop what is possible for you and what can be done for you. So it's here that we start to do all those things and not after the project has been done and then we hand it over to the interior design, interior designer. Okay, so, and I mentioned interior design during this process or during this phase because it only happens if it's within the scope. And I know most, in most scopes, interior design is not included unless probably uh, it's a commercial fit out, a commercial design or an office fit out or something of the sort, right? But normally architects will provide basic interior design for you. Now, if you really request for interior design, then that has to be added to the scope. But if you've not asked for interior design whatsoever, some architects do give basic interior design of their own will and they give it freely. So it's at this phase that we begin to work out all these things and uh, make them work coherently. Now, in this phase, we begin to, you know, work with engineers as well, and they begin to contribute to the structure, the heating, ventilation, and air conditioning, the plumbing and electrical systems that will be useful for the building to work well. Now, in typically during this phase, then we can begin to conclude on um, the three-dimensional rendering of the building design that's been made, and it can be made through visualization, visualization technology that would allow you, the client, to take a look at what the finished product could look like. I also did mention in the schematic design phase that we can provide some sort of um, basic visualization of how the building could look like, but that's basic. And it is here that we get to really finalize what it is and what it really can look like so that then you get a more finished understanding of how the building really is or how the building really would be. The design development phase is an incredibly important time in the life cycle of the projects. Now, I'm not saying that all other phases of the design process is not important, but it's during this phase that the owner and the clients of the building design can really engage with it in a unique way. It is during this phase that you know the look and feel of the finished products are really determined and the choices that will be made during this time will ultimately impact how each person 
uses the space that is being created and experiences and remembers the space as they use it continuously. So it is important to know that in this stage, there's also a bit of a collaborative process, right? And the process requires the owner, the client, to directly engage with the architect to create a design that reflects their desired outcome for a project. This also involves some meetings uh, where certain ideas are weighed, assessed, and you know put into the project. So there can be some form of value created for them. The end goal of the phase is really to produce a design that includes all the necessary information to move the project forward. And, you know, this, this involves uh, some final understanding of the size, the function, which somehow can also be done in the very beginning, and the spaces within the building, how they also interact with each other. The equipment in the building and some materials. Now, the details allow the architect or your architect to produce a digital design that allows you to truly see the end product while you know also providing the specificity to produce some form of cost analysis. And this is similar to the cost estimation of the project. Now, as a final thought, the, the design development phase lists out some plans, sections, elevations, as deliverables, and some basic specifications are also produced as well, and some materials are also listed. Now, I wouldn't forget basic structural drawings, mechanical, electrical, or civil, if it really is needed that will be included in the durable package so these are the things or these are the end products i guess to expect at the end of the phase but if you are involved in it you get to see everything that's happening inside now mentioning these deliverables um i did say you'd you'll be involved in choosing some equipment uh, fixtures, finishings, how the interior would look like. You'd be directly engaged with the architect and everything that goes on. But the other side of the project where engineers are involved, you would not directly um, work with them. The architects would. And it's here that the architect starts to create, starts to work with them to create these basic systems and services. So when they propose all these the architect works with them to incorporate it into the design and make sure that it doesn't affect what is being what has been created with you it doesn't affect the look and feel of the products you are trying to create the look and feel of the building you intend to have after construction is done and it's very important to start here in for the architect to start working with the engineers here and other consultants here done during the construction construction documents phase because i would say during that phase the architecture is done and it's just being detailed out and if those services are now being included certain changes that would have to be made uh, would affect the the design itself 
But now, if we did it, if work was already started with the secondary consultants during this phase, we then won't have to make some major choices in them. And we'll just, you know, put them together, see what can be done and let the building work. Instead of when we are detailing our, when we are creating the production drawings or the shop drawings, and then we have to now include these systems where the air condition could be positioned, where a fan could be positioned. You know, when it comes to electricals, the switches, the light switches, the distribution board, where it could go. If and then possibly maybe it's obstructing a certain design element that is there, but that's the best position. If you are seen during the design development phase, then all these things, all these problems wouldn't happen during the construction document phase. So this this point is very important to have these basic specifications and basic, you know, um, secondary consultant drawings, these secondary service drawings and designs. So having them here is very crucial. And then you get to see at the end what, what exactly will be provided. And then when we go to the construction documents phase, we then detailed all that out. That will be used for the bid and as well as the um, the the application, the planning application or the building permit application. Now, the phase, the design development phase is one of two stages where client input is required for progress in the design as some prominent features are decided on, as you know. And then it's through a process, a collaborative process between architects and clients that a major portion of the design is selected and finalized before moving on to the construction documents phase. The design development phase is where everything happens and the design takes real shape according to the ideas of the clients and the architects. Details are crucial here because without them, nothing can be built. You know, and that's why Ludwig Mies van der Rohe says, God is in the details. And that's that. If you enjoyed today's chapter, please leave a review, subscribe, and share the podcast to those you think would benefit from this. If that's still not possible, still share anyway. I really would be grateful. Until next time, do take care.